take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, where we bring you everything from the village people of doom to ASMR death metal, not at all porn. <laughs> My name is Phil, with me is Frank, Yo. Mike, Yo. and Sam. Wow. Sorry, that's just me opening up my beer. I'm going to be drinking continually this whole episode. Ah, oh, so, very uh, good. Very good. Oh, um, no. Oh, oh dude, I've, I I knocked back like an entire pint of Irish pub ale before this episode. There so, you go. Attaboy. Yeah, you could you could say I'm feeling fresh, fat, and sassy and ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ, dude. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the head settle on this thing. It's like, oh, God. It's like, it's like a... It's like dinner and a show at the same time. Not mm. not to say not to say that all my meals are just beer, just most of them. <laughs> okay. <Hi>. Um, <coughs> so we're <laughs> we're here to tell you about all of the metal and hardcore that you need to be listening to and probably haven't heard because we really dredged the bottom of Bandcamp. <laughs> um, uh, you're not wrong. Um but yeah, I mean, there's, you know, uh, it's because we haven't really talked about it in a while. There's a lot of shit out there that just doesn't get the attention. Right. Uh, you know, like, think of your your favorite local band. Maybe you're in the middle of a fucking flyover state and you have this great fucking scene there, but it doesn't go anywhere because it's just local. We want like, those bands. Of, think, yeah, think <laughs> of when I brought us. in Tongan Death Grip a couple weeks ago. Oh, they're like, fucking great. Like, yeah, that band that band is fucking awesome. That EP is great. And like I bet you nobody outside of that, almost nobody outside of that immediate area has heard of it. And that that to me is the greatest tragedy. So, I mean, yeah. after all, yeah, after all, one of our points of the show is to make sure that those hometown heroes don't stay in those hometowns. Exactly. So yeah, that's the that's the overall goal. If you're a new listener, if you've only been listening for a few episodes and you're like, well, what are these recommendations about? That's exactly it. We we find the bands that have five supporters, but who should have you know five thousand. We scrape we scrape the bottom of the barrel of Bandcamp so you don't have to. Yeah, <laughs> dredge through a lot of bullshit too. Just but, like Cambridge oh, scraped Christ. your profiles. <laughs> Only if you use their shitty app. Yeah, it took <laughs> or one polls. of your friends. If one of your friends <laughs> used it, you might you might have gotten. Wait, does gotten. Bandcamp actually have an app? Yeah. No. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Bandcamp, Bandcamp has, has an, an app. app. Yeah. And it no won't shit. scrape your info. Yeah. No. I, I, I can't wait to not download that. Oh, that's my. Goal. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It works great. I have my whole fucking oh. digital library on it. Yeah. Yeah. You're fucking <sighs> up. Okay. Well, the funny thing is, I don't actually have an account on Bandcamp. Everything I've bought has been as a guest. Just, oh, okay. just so I, like I'm pretty sure if I make an account I will lose like all my recommendations and history so uh, I pretty much fucked myself it might just import all might, that right god I would hope so um, I don't know maybe I'll maybe I'll try it, link it yeah stop being a shady bitch <laughs> what <laughs> yeah like after after like the several hundred dollars in the past year that I've poured into bank account I'm a fuck you Frank <laughs> God, you are such a cunt. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're right. here to talk about music, All so right. why don't we get to that? Well, I'm going right. first. Surprise, surprise. Let's uh, just play that track. Take 
chord after the rhythm stops and the song's clearly over that's when half the pit stops and then someone gets punched in the face <laughs> <laughs> i was about to say the uh right before the breakdown when it's just kind of the guitar is going off i was like oh here's the side to side part <laughs> yeah oh my god nothing gets me going more than a, a ring out into a breakdown just like yes, we're doing this just with just get ready for with it. born in filth being screamed i know right this is fucking you see Maurice fucking ninja through the pit. Two cartwheels. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's just pure distilled New York rage. Like, yeah, it's perfect. Simple. Brutal. These uh this band is from Elmira, New York. It is Misgiver off of Cruelty of Life. They're on one of them pesky fucking label yeah, pages. Everything is. But there's not a lot. They don't upload often. Uh, at least they don't have a lot of releases every year. It's easy to find. So you can find them at innerstrengthrecords.bandcamp.com slash album slash misgiver. Yeah, man. I mean, it's so fucking, I mean, uh, the New York hardcore scene is famous for a fucking reason. Yeah. And, like, it, it's cool to see that, that fucking spirit still being brought to the fucking table. I couldn't hear it as much in the instrumentation, but that dude's vocals, it just screams New York to me. Yeah. I don't know why. Did the raspy you voice. Know, it's interesting to me, like, how, like, everyone will talk about how, like, New York punk is, like, the most amazing thing ever. But I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't hear you guys talking about New York hardcore, which, from what I've heard so far, has been like, this is way cooler. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and I mean, that's really where, um, I mean, so much of the scene, it, it didn't come from, but really developed, you know. Um, New York just had a certain style to it that just yeah. fucking exploded. 
I don't know what it is, but you know it when you hear it. When you've got bands coming out of there like fucking Biohazard and Agnostic Front and Madball, um, I mean. Oh, man. Oh, man. I, oh, like, you guys know about that super cool fucking Agnostic Front split I found for a dollar. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it was, it was the actual, like, the, like, combat hardcore label release. Uh, what is it? I think it's um, uh, Cause for Alarm and Victim in Pain. Yep. On the same release. It's fucking sick, dude. Like, bury me with it. <laughs> also, this was tight, and I blame... Like, I'm starting to blame you guys entirely, because now it's like, whenever I hear hardcore like this, I'm like, oh, this gets me going. Seeing you in- And I feel like three years ago, when I didn't know you guys, like, I, I might not have thought that. I might have thought, like, oh, this is okay, but it's not, like, a, it's not, it's not thrash enough influence. Now I'm just like, fuck, I want to listen to more shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we saw the same thing. Even even like Frank wasn't that into hardcore when we started. No. Correct. He didn't he didn't understand breakdowns at all. He just wasn't into it. And then uh, we got him out to a couple shows, and it seems to have just clicked. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, that's yeah. why that's there." Seeing it's like I've, I've been on a personal crusade for the past year to to turn to turn Mike into a into a, a death metal. Oh, we'll, we'll get to that in one sec. <laughs> I brought one in just for you today, baby. What but, were you uh, about to say? I was, oh! I was gonna say, um, seeing you and uh, Sammy get like amped over hardcore, it makes me such a proud papa. <laughs> <laughs> it's a twinkle in my eye. But uh, um, check out Miss Giver; they're fucking tight. I might bite this. This is fucking dope. Hey, well, you should, but also mm. get ready for this. This is uh, ripped to shreds. Their mm. uh, album name is. Unreadable. It's Moon Runes. I like I like the way you described it in the Trello. Like <laughs> Moon Runes, I can't read. <laughs> Just being honest. Like like I, like could that be construed as vaguely racist? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> uh so many bad jokes that I'm just not gonna make. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Alright, well rip the shreds. We're gonna listen to Talisman to steal the hopping corpse before it steals your key. <laughs> I think it's cheap.
Ooh. Dirty. Yeah. That all that fucking like ending bit where it would do like the thum thum like God damn, that was so good. I love I love it when you try and imitate the song you just heard. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna be totally honest. I only heard about half that because I was too busy buying that. Ah, uh, very nice. Yeah. So can I take some stabs? Is that in the Swedish style? Uh, yeah. It sounds like uh, like this this dude definitely listened to like an ever flowing stream on repeat for several <laughs> days, and that is by no means a bad thing. If you're gonna take anything influence from anything, uh, like an ever flowing stream is one of the better definite well one of the best things you could do with that i don't know dude i'm like two pints of beer in. i'm not really sure what i'm doing anymore <laughs> you good man um thanks buddy <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i fucking i yeah I, I can't speak nearly as well on death metal but what i one of the things i've always fucking loved is when you get the fucking like the clean lead guitar solo in the middle like it just cuts through all of the distortion and the dirt and it's just fucking wonderful actually no you're you're right on the money i feel like that has always been sort of a staple in especially a lot of the swedish stuff uh so no um yeah don't 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 sell yourself short bud you are absolutely right on the money oh yeah i i just don't know you know i can't hear something and and tell you like regionally what it's influenced by i'm just not as as deep into well it, it sounded like they were so, using so that. you're saying you're not you're not as bit of big of a fucking nerd loser as <laughs> not for death metal but not for death. <laughs> i was gonna say it definitely sounds like they might be using the iconic uh single black distortion pedal the uh what is it hm2 or some shit oh dude boss like I'm calling it Boss HM2 through a 5150 or a 6505. <laughs> Not sure, but yeah. Oh god, don't don't get me off on the fucking guitar tangent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, dude, uh, for like a one man project, this is just unspeakably good. Like it's uh, dynamic, no shit. It's spectacular. It's, oh yeah, dude, a one man project. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, that cool. man is incredibly talented on every single one of the. It's not no even like. Shit. It's not like he's. Oh, he's a great guitarist, and he he can play the drums well enough to make this work. It's like no, everything was fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I I I fear for him if he ever tries to pull together the live musicians to tour that because they're gonna he's gonna go through hundreds of people who're just like I can't play that like that. I can't work with this guy <laughs> demanding perfection. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But honestly, like if somebody were to tell me it's like, oh hey dude, like uh, ripped to shreds are coming within a couple miles of your fucking little your fucking little forest shire town <laughs> like are you gonna go see him i'm like fuck yeah i'm gonna go see him like i just i would really hope that when i got there the musicians he hired were like as good as he is yeah like, that's yeah. all i could really hope for but yeah like this is fucking dope thank you mike i love you oh baby Much love love you too mm. so uh, that was <laughs> it was really see smart. that's that's really what this podcast about it's just like listening Listening to like our vague, like our like actually not even vague, our blatant like gay come ons to one each other to or, to one another hitting on each other and trading recipes. I it's it's some mo- it's gay come ons for you. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that movie a while ago. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> it's like Mike, you're not going to tell us about what you were doing for money a couple of years ago. Hey. I know you needed it, buddy. Yeah, man. Disability only gets so far. 
God, don't you, I know cripple it? Cripple porn and shit. This 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 is no God longer a metal it. podcast. This this is a terrible comedy podcast. <laughs> uh, we're going to give who invited that guy a run for their money. Well then, oh, well, where can we get? Where can we? Where can we find this band? We can find this band at ripped to shreds death metal Straight into the point. That's right. Go buy it. I did. <laughs> it was released March of this year, and they are well. He is from San Jose, California. And you know, I was worried. I was worried there wasn't going to be as much good shit as there was last year because, like, do you guys remember how much I was agonizing in the group chat over like how fucking hard it was to come up with a top ten for that year? Yeah. Like, even though I, even though I generally think top ten lists are kind of stupid, you know, they're kind of fun. They're kind of fun to do anyway because it's it's really just a way to give people like remind people of cool shit that came out Uh, this year. I. Yeah, in the first couple months, I was worried that this year wasn't going to be as good. But now, God, with some of the shit I've been hearing, it's just like, oh, man, Yo, 2018 I, is shaping up to be just as difficult. It's fucking crazy. We, I mean, 2016 was the first time we did that list. Yeah. And it was hard. Oh, yeah. And we were like, well, can't be that hard, the, the, you know, the next year. And it was worse. So mm-hmm. I, I really fear for this. this, uh, so, this oh, yeah. Quick, re- quick reminder. Um, uh, t- Two albums that I'm that I feel like should end up on everybody's top ten this year. This year, uh, the new Judas Priest, which is fucking incredible, by the way. Uh, it's called Firepower. Yeah, I don't if know how they keep doing it, it. I don't know how Dude, they keep doing it. Like Rob Halford, quite literally sounds like he sounds even better than he did like on a lot of their earlier material like he is in absolute top form i don't know how rob halford does it i don't also, know man uh, i was asking that when angel of retribution came out like dude i i don't know man it seems like there's a bunch of older bands that i don't know man i feel like a lot of them are just getting angry and they're just coming back and they're being like like these these fucking like these fucking kids they don't know how to play as heavy as we do and then they unleash <laughs> albums like firepower and they're like okay beat this bitch death to false metal <laughs> yeah pretty oh no dude that's like i'm tattooing that on my fucking forehead um but also uh what another album that's not quite really sadly not being talked about is the new necrophobic that will break your fucking neck go listen to that yeah, I right. think I only just heard a, like rumblings about that. Just a friendly reminder: go listen to the new Necrophobic. It'll it'll break your cock off. <laughs> Snap it right off. Good to know. <laughs> All right, I got one more. Let's let's get through that one. Uh, it's gonna be from Woundvac off of the Infamy Seven Inch. We're gonna take a listen to Eternal Betrayer. <laughs>
God, that fucking riffing. I know. It brings me right back to Terrifier. See, uh, I I hate you right now. Uh, you completely fucked up uh, the time, like the, the, the clip of that song, because when that riff kicked in around the minute mark, yep. I was like, oh shit, this is giving me a seven inch, and then you cut it <laughs> off. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, oh. And then you did it. Oh, Mike, I love you, but you fucked me. I, I got to tease everybody a little bit with that. That riff, oh. that riff had me by the album. Oh my so god! So I totally me, feel you. Yeah, dude, that that had me by the fucking short hairs. Also, I just noticed that they did a cover of uh, Pantera's "Suicide Note" Part Two, yep. which I couldn't be happier about because I fucking love the Great Southern Trend Kill. That's a great album, mm-hmm. and I would take I would take it over Vulgar Display of Power any day of the week. Fuck yeah! Now hey. I just now I just want to listen to "Living Through Me," and I think that's the that's going to be the first thing I do when we're done recording this. Well, there's there's two things to to note here. Um, this particular album is from 2017, and it's it's a name your price. So you can get out there and oh, pick cool. that up and get ready for their album they're working on right now. Dope. Do not take it. Do not take it for free. No. Don't don't be that fucking asshole. Everybody can cough up a couple dollars. This yeah. album is well worth it. Even if you're poor as fuck, you can throw a dollar in. You know yeah, what I mean? Something. Like, a showing. Throw them a dollar. <laughs> just to just to let them know you fucking at least appreciate it, right? Um, also, is it anyone else think this cover is fucking dope? Fuck yeah, yeah, oh yeah, dude. yeah. So if you're interested, you can check them out at woundvac. W o u n d v a c dot bandcamp dot com. Like I said, that was released in seventeen, and they are from Phoenix, Arizona. So uh, absolutely go check that out. If you liked it, and that'll uh, do me this week. Sam? Oh, is it my turn? It is. Oh, shit. My pick. Mm-hmm. My pick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Um, so I, I just brought in one today. Uh, I'm one and done. But at the same time, I'm making it count. So you know what? Uh, Tom, why don't you just roll that?
So, I just want to say something. If you're not say aware, where right now, when a band does that, like, face-melting lead right in the beginning of the song, gives me the biggest boner. Uh, is it is it safe to say that this is the most appropriately named band of all time? Um, You know what, yeah. Phil? I, I think that's fair to say. <laughs> and um, what, what, what Phil means by that is that this is a band called Ripper. No shit. They're just <laughs> called Ripper. And they're from Chile. It, it, and that, yeah. It feels like time is not fast enough for them. Like, they're playing <laughs> faster than I can even hear it. They just, they don't want to stop. <laughs> that used to be a reason why I listen to certain bands. It was like, I don't even know what's happening. This is yeah, just chaos. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's just, I mean, it rips. It, yeah. You know, some sometimes an album, sometimes an album will require multiple listens in order to truly digest. Like, I know I felt that way when I first heard Demolich's Nesbeth album. It took me like six or seven listens to, f- like, even start to come close to grasp. But with the, what the fuck was happening in that album and you know what man it's probably going to take almost as many listens to to hear everything that's going on here because it's so oh it's so heavy and there's so much going on at once that just oh man it's fucking great and it's one of those things where i like it right off the bat Mm -hmm. of course you do because it's awesome (laughs) i think uh i think the more the more listens i give this the more i'm just gonna fucking fall completely in love with it i will say dude uh, I only, I only, I only really listened to this like a couple days ago because I mean I'd seen it, I'd seen, uh, I'd seen Ripper's Experiment of Existence. That's the name of the album. Uh, I'd seen this uh, on a couple of lists before. I'd seen it. Um, actually, I found it on YouTube, which, believe it or not, is where I find roughly sixty percent of the shit I bring in these days is on YouTube. Uh, you, yeah, like when when Bandcamp starts to really frustrate me i'm like fuck it i'm going back to youtube and that's where i found ripper because ah, i can't remember what i was listening to it's like some actually i think i think it's a thrash band our, our buddy jackie boy sent me and i saw this band in the sidebar i was like oh i've seen that before and then i was like wow why did i sleep on this mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it's good stuff what i would say with the the crazy plant they're doing thank fuck that whoever mixed it mixed it so goddamn well too so you can hear everything i'd be really upset if anything got lost in that mix yeah um luckily they knew exactly what they were doing when that when they had this album mixed and mastered because man if this had been really muddy it would have it would have brought down the whole album because (laughs) there's so much going on at the same time but man they nailed it they absolutely fucking nailed it with every aspect of this album, it fucking kills. Yeah, and you can um, you can go hear you can go hear more of this for yourself at Ripper Death Chile Bandcamp I'm not going to bother to spell that out because I'm pretty sure you can find it on your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as far as mixing, I mean, thank God it didn't fall into the hands of like Sumerian Records. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> That's, oh god that's a discussion don't, for some point god don't I, even joke about that i tried to explain to someone once what was what was wrong with sumerian records and it was it was a whole discussion <sighs> uh, i'm not i'm not incredibly familiar with sumerian but i've heard that complaint before uh, it's it's bad it's bad 
if you need to understand what I don't like about them, just listen to go listen to Between the Buried and Me's Alaska, and then listen to their newest release. Uh, the musicianship's there, right? I, there's I, I can tell some of those songs are gonna be killer live, but the mix just took away all the bite. Dude, uh, it's like, like the, some, the, 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 it, it's. It is absolutely true. Subpar mixing can bring an entire album down. It oh, can yeah. destroy a good album. The thing is, they've been working with the same producer forever, uh, but I, I'm convinced that when something falls into the hands of Sumerian, it gets remastered before it's released. I'm pretty sure because it's just... Thrown into a compressor. There's something about all of their music that just has that same sheen to it that just fucking... It, it, it's the homogenizing of yeah, albums. Yeah, it just kills it. Yeah. I mean, between the buried and me still shines through it because they're between the buried and me. But right, but you can le- just like, tell that it's not what it could be. A good. To be band. fair, I don't think I've actually heard between the buried and me since I was in high school. It's been a long, long time since I've actually heard them. Give uh, Give Alaska and Colors a good listen. Two yeah, great fucking albums. It sounds like you're saying yeah, the no, Bone of Osiris it's, it's, curse. They're they're, they're mm. one of those yeah. bands that just fell fell between the cracks for me. So. Oh, I get it. Well, uh, it, yeah. it happened to a lot of people, especially because of of the the scene that they were lumped in with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Metal fans didn't like them because they thought it was some like metalcore shit. What? Hardcore fans didn't like them because they thought it was yeah, just it, it was a real shame. I, I mean, they still managed to blow the fuck up. I think so my first that, solo bring in was off Alaska, and I posit that that's one of the best albums ever. I, it's up there for me. But anyway, let's not get lost in that. Uh, Frank, you got some shit to talk about. I do. So we've uh, we've been bringing in some death metal tonight. Yeah, and, we have. And we're going to continue with that with a band from California known as Mortuous. That uh, sounds disgusting and sexy. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to listen to a track off of the uh, Among the Lost demo. That track's called Subjugation of Will. Tom, play it.
could actually hear the cloud of gain in the background of those instruments. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. And um, but yeah, with, based off the oscillation of that distortion, it, it definitely sounds like 5150s or... Mm. Just (laughs) disgusting. (laughs) Murky, brutal. I always love it when a death metal band can do the the super fast bits and then they just fucking bring it to that crushing pace and Mm. you're just like, yeah, give, yeah, I don't deserve the speed. (laughs) (laughs) Like a fucking dominatrix. (laughs) (laughs) Harder, daddy. It's like, ah, speed up for me, daddy. (laughs) I'm sure, like, when you hear like that, also like, yeah, that 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 was sick. It's Sorry. disgusting, and like they have tracks where it's again that more that like that slow pace just fucking just crashing into you're like, god damn it, this hurts so good. <laughs> does does anyone feel like gross, like non non like not heavily produced old style death metal has been making a major comeback in the underground the past couple of years. Like with some of the shit we've been hearing and seeing, does anyone feel like that old school death metal ethos has really, really infected the metal scene again? It it does seem to, it does seem to be, um, I mean, especially, you know, and it's odd. Like I see the same thing with a lot of the, the crossover coming back. Um, I feel like there's just something, there's been an awesome amount of progression in metal over the past, like, decade. Like, we're just hearing a lot of new shit, and it's it's cool, and, you know, who the fuck doesn't want that? But I feel like there's been, uh, up until recently, just kind of a lack of, like, that old school fucking style, and I, I think that's swinging back. You know, yeah. I mean, look at the fucking... Good! Look <laughs> at the fucking... Uh, the popularity of power trip yeah you know what i mean like i mean i i realize that among certain people it's become like the popular thing to do to not like them because they actually kind of blew up but you know what man their sound like it's i mean you cannot fucking tell me that 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 their that their albums like you can't tell me that those albums don't sound like they could have come out in 1987 oh yeah yeah, i i fucking fuck the hipsters yeah no i mean that's what i was gonna say about um, i I know some people it's like it's like oh yeah it's the cool thing to do to hate them now i'm like fuck you i'm still listening to them still think they're cool still wear their long sleeve i have a dope ass power trip long sleeve (laughs) no i mean and uh, like two points uh one being like with ripped to shreds it's like there are i mean they obviously are making their best damn attempt or he's making his best attempt to emulate like you know for example like bolt thrower or morbid angel but i mean like you guys said i mean the progression is noticeable i mean the leads are clearer and and <clears throat> easier to kind of parse apart than they would have been in the 80s or the 90s. Yeah. So, I mean, funny. that shit's really cool. And with the fucking elitism, god damn, it just reminds me of that meme I sent you the other day where it's <laughs> like just a death a deathcore kid mowing his lawn and there's a tornado off in the background and it's like, you know, metal elitists are back there and the big fucking tornado and he's just minding his own business. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Do you remember when deathcore was actually a thing? I don't. It still tries to be. 
<laughs> I remember how popular that shit was for so long. People thought it would last. Of course it didn't. Yeah. Yeah. But Mortuous is laying down some of that delicious old schoolness. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. Like, this this style is... Like, this ethos, this style, this aesthetic, this is coming back with a fucking vengeance. And I'm, I'm really glad to see them keeping the fucking filthy dirtiness in it. Like, Fuck, oh, of yeah. course. Um, to get a hold of that, go to mortuousdeath.bandcamp.com. It is on my list. Good. Right on. Now yeah. we're changing gears a little bit. Oh, you got two. I do. A little band known as uh, Hollow Hecatomb. Um, and this is going to be off a split they did with Shroud of Despondency. We'll listen to a bit of the track Benevolence is Dead. Like this band met when they were record shopping, and both picked up the same al- the same rare alien sex fiend record at the <laughs> same time, and then locked eyes. <sighs> so, and the, there was like there there was like a there was like a twinkling in both of their eyes, and in that moment, they all knew it was right. So, what's really cool and that's, is, and that's where the that's where the the romantic comedy starts. So. This track obviously is very, it's almost like a, a more, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? If doom was more like almost noise based yeah, or like, I mean, it, it's, I've talked about it before. Um, but I feel like this is the, the melding of industrial and metal that should have happened as opposed to what did happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now what's crazy is this song continues in that like more slow vein. The song after this, which is Slaughter Christ, it 
it starts off in that same slope, but like it just changes gears and goes right into almost like a power violence, like grindcore pace yeah, with I, noise and like. I mean, the fact that they named a song "Slaughter Christ" speaks volumes about these people. It, it, it's it's <laughs> it sounds like something that would be on an old Skinny Puppy record. Like yeah, yeah. God, it's just it, it's giving me the. the it's hitting all the buttons that I like. I, like yeah, I, I really fucking dig this. Um, and yeah, like I said, the, the, the whole, like, this is, you know, it, it like, industrial became industrial metal, which just turned into Ramstein. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fine in its own right. I'm not mad at any of that. But, like, it really didn't have the best aspects of either genre. And I feel like this shit and, like, other things that we've discussed in the past have taken, like, the grimier parts of both. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, Rams- it's like, like, Ramstein's dirty cousin. Like, <laughs> it is, like, adjacent to Author and Punisher more than, like, Ramstein. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I think it's really fucking cool. I yeah. love hearing that. I, it, I'll tell you, it's not what I was expecting. Yeah. But it was really cool. Yeah. To, uh... To find this split, um, you actually go to shroudofdespondency.bandcamp.com. Even oh. though the one I was focused on was Hollow Hecatomb. <laughs> go figure. <laughs> Those are my bringings for the week. Right on. Okay. Um, Jesus Christ. I'm looking at the <laughs> names of your fucking bands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do, you think I, do you think I brought in some hardcore this week? I I because I, I, I did. I I feel like it's a safe assumption. <laughs> it's, all right. Uh yeah, so we're we're gonna switch it up a little bit. Tom, why don't you roll this one? I need you to deliver a message. I want you to tell every motherfucker behind these walls that if they get the notion to fuck with me. Don't.
you boys are lucky that there's expensive equipment around. <laughs> that is a track called As Integrity Fails off of the album Positive Force in a Negative World. Oh, the shit. The that's band, how they open it up. From the band Tiger Blood. Yeah, that's the intro track. <laughs> um, these dudes are based out of Austria. Oh, shit. Huh. Yeah. Just bringing <laughs> some fucking rage. Yeah. <laughs> As I'm looking at the date, it's like... Uh, Put more out, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I had to look further into them because it's, you know, this is one of those fucking. Um, yeah, I see. It's one of those fucking label pages. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they have their own band camp. That's also possible. A lot of bands will have like a release on a label and then they'll fucking do their own shit. Um, but you can find them at demonsrunamuck.bandcamp.com. <laughs> What a great name. Yeah, it's some, some German-based label. Um, you would, I mean, I guess makes sense considering where they are. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just fucking... <laughs> it's another one of those labels where it's like, we got a couple releases from 17, then it jumps right to 15. Yeah, I mean, the the like three of the releases on the sidebar that I see are fucking Marauder. So... <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm not sure if they have their own shit. If they do, and I find it, I will make sure to post that on the Facebook. Word. Because um, Facebook told me today that we have a certain number of followers that haven't heard from us in a while. Yeah. And I was it, like, okay, Facebook, I'm fucking working. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it does that to me too. Uh, well, let's move on. Um, you know, there's certain there's certain times, especially in hardcore, where it can be a little too on the nose. And uh, then there are times where it's so on the nose that it's fucking perfect. Uh, this is a little band called Broforce, and we're going to listen to the title track of their album, Turn It On.
gave you the blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a second there where I was like, are they going to group chant the whole song? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it's just... I- I think the moment I think the moment when they when the vocalist just said Bro Force turn it on might have been one of the most amazing things I've heard (laughs) a very long time. It's just so I've never I've never I don't know if I've ever seen a band just squeeze the essence of hardcore (laughs) so perfectly into I mean the fucking the the album cover is the background is the classic traditional like hawk fighting a snake tattoo the ed hardy Uh, cover yeah with with the fucking you know it looks like they layered something over it and then cut out bro force turn it on it's just fucking amazing i I love everything about it uh it's it's ridiculous but still fucking great at the same time Uh, ironically it's it's like it's it's like self-aware yeah so yeah, that, ridiculous instead of doing the thing where like a lot of people are like all right let's try to get away from certain stereotypes like nah let's just use let's, all of them yeah. like we like let's, these let's stereotypes just, yeah let's let's just quite literally make our album all about those stereotypes yeah it, I, I don't know why but it it doesn't say on the tag but um i feel like this is a cali based band no they're based out of fucking russia Oh, Moscow, Stop. Russia. Fuck me then. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Everything about them just makes me love them more. Um. <laughs> you can find them at broforce.bandcamp.com. Just, just. I mean, what what else do you need? What what else do you need? I, I envision a very similar sound to a post lift shower beer. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was 2016. They do have a, a newer album that came out in 2017 called Undefeated, which once again, God damn just it. like, fucking nail mad. God damn it. Um, and well, it's, take, it's, it's only one track, sadly. Oh, uh, right, right. That's why I didn't bring it in. Um, yeah. Yeah, just that one track. Um, and they did have some U.S. tour dates last year, which is dope. Oh, so shit. we'll keep an eye out, see if they come back. Uh, also, check out the fucking cover art for their EP. It's fucking wonderful. Um, but yeah, that'll do it for me for this week. I'm, and... I'm looking at the cover of their EP right now. And it, is, <laughs> it, is, it is fucking fantastic. <laughs> it is great. Like, I don't even know what the fuck is happening there. Um, it's glorious. Those are my... Those those are my favorite kinds of covers where I just I just don't know what the fuck is happening. I, I just imagine that's the the bro force taking on Satan everything. Yeah. But we got a we got a little we got a little segment mm-hmm. a, little, a little thing this we got to do the most now. arguably the most arguably the most important segment of the show highly revered I would say Hi, yes world renowned even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This would be Brutal Brews. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Brew Force. Pop like fizz. that. Like that. I did. As I always do, uh, I'm going to say, let's just fucking roll this one.
Fuck yeah. Mm. So that, for anyone who's not aware, is Madball. One of the... I, I mean, that is that that is the New York hardcore sound in the fucking 90s. Mm-hmm. That was the song Pride, uh, Times Are Changing, off of their second full length, Demonstrating My Style, in 1996. Mm-hmm. I, I wish so badly that the people listening right now could watch that video along with because that was fantastic. It's, that was... Oh, what, God. What they did with the music video is they, they copied the standard, you know, uh, metal music video of playing in a, like, warehouse or so, whatever scenario, and then combined it with the hip-hop video of driving in a lowrider. Oh, it was just the Bronx imagine, meets hardcore. Imagine, like, being the property owner where on your property there's, like, an old abandoned warehouse, like an old junkyard, and you just, you're being besieged by bands. <laughs> All the time, just like it's like, hey, it's like it's like hey, can we use your warehouse to can we use your warehouse to film a video? Hey, sorry, my cat was playing with something. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean it, it's what you got at the time. Um, it's, yeah, it's yeah, much. all especially from New York hardcore. Those videos are pretty much all the same. Um, but yeah, fucking Madball. Uh, Freddie Madball, uh, younger brother of Roger Moret from Agnostic Front. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude grew up in hardcore. Um, they were bringing him up on stage with Agnostic Front from the time he was, like, 10. Um, and then Madball started as sort of like a side project on their early shit uh, and ended up becoming a full, full-on full band. And that album in particular, uh, Demonstrating My Style, is the one that I think really cemented uh, their sound as a band. Set It Off is also a great fucking album, but um, y- you can hear where they were still developing. I, whenever someone starts talking about Madball, I want to start talking about Snapcase, and I'm looking. That was also a New York band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> non sequitur as fuck, but. You're good. <laughs> um,. But I mean, if you can't tell by this song, you know, dude grew up in fucking 80s and 90s New York. Um, not a not a pleasant place to be right. if you weren't fucking rich and living in Manhattan. Um, and it, it shows through the music. You know, that, that was kind of what that whole fucking scene was about. That's what the whole DMS crew was about, uh, which you'll notice across a lot of those bands. They'll have albums uh, like Demonstrating My Style, DMS. Oh, you'll see it all over the place when you get into New York hardcore. Um, that crew's still around today. <laughs> There's still fuck out of here. Oh yeah, they're still out there. No uh, shit. DMS is still a fucking still a thing. Uh, every once in a while, you'll see, especially at, like the fest and shit. Um, especially if you head up to New York, like the the Black and Blue Fest every year. That's pretty much DMS run. Um, yeah, crazy shit. Madball's still going. They just played the church like a month or two ago. Really sad. I missed that one. Yeah, I saw that. Ah, it's probably so fucking good. Um, <laughs> but the, yeah, so I mean, it's music made for when things are shit. You know what I mean? When, when you're dealing with some fucking shit and you just need to put it somewhere. You also, you need to, you need something to give you sometimes that, that kick in the ass to be like, I can fucking do this. Right. Like. Yeah, that's exactly it. And uh, so, I mean, I, I thought about it, and it was it was kind of a, well, 
if that's the mind state I'm in, um, what is it that I want to drink? And I don't want anything too fancy or, or complicated, I should say. Um, you know, you're just looking to throw back a few fucking drinks to, to fucking deal with the shit. And what better for that than a fucking lager? Yeah. That's uh, why as soon as you brought it out, uh, when we, uh, we arrived and I was like, yeah, that's, it's fucking perfect. This, this <laughs> choice might be as on the nose as bro force itself. Uh, <laughs> it's the Brooklyn lager. Mm-hmm. Good old, good old fucking Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn brewery. Okay. That's what I was going to take a stab at. Yeah. They're, uh, which might I add, as they say, they're pre-prohibition style Brooklyn <laughs> lager. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's good, man. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly that. I mean, I could fucking pick up a six-pack of this, throw it back, not be entirely fucking trashed, still get a good night's sleep and go to work the next day, you know? The other thing, fucking got a clean finish on it, too. Very so, clean, yeah. So you're not going to have oh, that... uh what's going on here. <laughs> you're not going to have that. Sometimes, when having, like, really strong beer, there's that aftertaste. You're just like, ah. <laughs> yeah, it sticks on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, um, I noticed that a, a little... I, I had a bunch of fucking... I had a variety of Belgians just left from various six-packs in the fridge. <laughs> and, uh, well, they're wonderful... I drank two of them about a week ago, and I was like, I have to switch to a fucking cocktail. Like, I, I just, everything feels, like, <laughs> sticky. <laughs> Belgians are fucked because even when they're strong with their alcohol content, they don't taste like they're strong. <laughs> There's that as well. And then later on, you're just like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, and I mean, if I'm just looking for something to fucking take the edge off, kick a couple back... This is this is a perfect fucking choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brooklyn Brewery's lager is spectacular. Mm. Uh, yeah, I can't think of uh, a better way to fucking pair that. So fucking Madball demonstrating my style. Brooklyn Brewery's lager, pre-prohibition style lager. Mm-hmm. Demonstrating your superior beer taste. <laughs> <laughs> Pick them both up. You won't be upset with either. All right. So now, obviously, we got we got a little bit of a uh, like new stuff, whatnot to get through. Beforehand, I want to drop the uh, kind of the sad news before uh, we get started with that, which is uh, sure. Um, there is going to be a benefit show for uh, a gentleman by the name of Rob Gladden, who is actually my girlfriend's. I believe it's her cousin. He plays in a metal band, um, One Bullet Theory, uh, yeah, uh, s- sorry, Single Bullet Theory, um, and he sadly was diagnosed with osteosarcoma of bone in his shin. Uh, I, believe, I, I believe it's pronounced osteosarcoma. Yeah, uh, yeah, of bone in his shin, and he's a drummer. That kind of fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, they are having a benefit show, though. Um, at the Rusty Nail on May 26th. I think it's $10. There's going to be uh, like five bands playing. So it's for a good cause. Yeah, Go out to- if you're in the area and you're able to make it, please do. Yes. Um, I mean, it's where it's one of the things where our, our scene really fucking shines mm-hmm. is pulling together for shit like this. Right. Uh, we've seen it time and time again in recent years. And uh, 
keep that going. You know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, it's if if you were thinking Netflix and chill night, no, you just fuck off. Get up, go out, and go see a good show. Yeah, I mean, especially it's not like uh, I mean. Being a musician isn't exactly glamorous, especially in our fucking scene. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the time these guys are working full time on top of who who is the guy that you always passion. quote that said, uh, screaming at people in basements doesn't pay very much. It was actually is the the lead singer of All That Remains. Oh, so a, like a noteworthy A noteworthy band. Uh this was like after I think Fall of Ideals, which was a big fucking album. Right. Uh, for them and he s- was saying that he was still like didn't own a vehicle technically and he yeah. was still technically living in his parents basement yeah i mean as uh as we've mentioned before like if it was tough enough that dillinger had to call it quits imagine the rest of these guys mm-hmm. right. they're not making money off of it it's passion they do it for the scene they do it for the music you know what fucks me up like hearing some of my favorite albums and then trying to picture these people working at like a fucking target or you know an office job or something yeah it's it's brutal um one of the the guys playing in sheer terror currently was talking about it on the broad street breakdown a while ago where he'd go on tour you know they'd go on tour in fucking germany and there are motherfuckers with the sheer terror bulldog tattooed on their fucking chest and he comes back and is working some bullshit job where he's being bossed around and it's like there, there are like (laughs) <laughs> you know, I I just came back from a tour with with hundreds of people who are so dedicated to what I do that they've tattooed it on themselves. Right. Um, and uh, you know, to come back and deal with bullshit. Yeah, it, it seems ridiculous, but it's the reality of it. So you know, um, pay it back. Yes. When when someone in our scene fucking needs help, we help. So. Right. Get out to that fucking show. Uh, if, a, you, if you can't, I don't know. Do they have anything like uh, set up? Uh, go fund I, me. I didn't see anything lines? set up. Um, I'll have to um, ask my girlfriend if there's anything else set up, and then I can post yeah, it on the Twitter yeah, or something like that. Please do, please do, because if you can't make it out to the show, if you're out of the area, um, you know, do your part. Okay, and we're back after a, a short bit of technical difficulties. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, important things are make sure I, you- I honestly had no idea what happened at first like i I just got like i i was suddenly just booted off the call and i was like did my internet fucking cut out because i like i live in an area where like weather like weather will fuck up your internet connection sometimes and i was like oh fuck was it me yeah you get anyway uh before that happens again we want to get to the new releases yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, so absolutely. We, we talked about that benefit show. You should absolutely go see. But um, for new releases, tickle Sammy's toolbox with a new tomb mold Ooh! track. <laughs> um, I didn't even dude. I didn't even know about this until I saw the notification on the Trello. I was like, wait, there's a fu- there's a new tomb mold single. Well, oh, I shit. remember really liking them from your top 10 list and you're bringing. Oh, it. yeah, dude. Tomb mold. We're doing. So let's let's check out Abyss Walker.
Fuck yeah. Yes. Some more goodness from Doom Mold. Yeah, that that was suitably disgusting. That is <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that, that that is that is what I've ex- come to expect from Two Mold. Those guys are fucking dope. I can't like I'm I'm hoping this this signifies like an impending new album. Really am. I would assume so. Yeah. 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 Totally. So second and finally, uh, we brought in this band a few weeks ago. So not old but uh they were set to release a new album and it will be out april 27th but uh there's another track getting featured and we're gonna take a listen to it it is from sectioned That was mm. fury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I listened through these three tracks and pre-ordered that motherfucker right away. Holy so, fuck. <clears throat> again, that's uh, sectioned, and this is off Annihilated. So mm-hmm. get Looking you... forward to the rest of that. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. God damn. Yeah, yeah no shit. Got to end on a high note, boys. <clears throat> oh. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> fuck, yeah. man. No, no kidding. Well, um, yeah. Normally, we would we would try to do a bit more discussion at this point, right. um, but between not having a topic and also fear of further Just... technical difficulties, uh, we I wouldn't want to start a conversation and then lose Sam partway through. Right. Um, yeah, that that would suck. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think we'll 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 shelve that idea. We'll, we'll bring you something next week. Uh, we apologize for it being a shorter episode, but. Um, unfortunately it's out of our hands. It wasn't even, wasn't even our equipment that fucked up. <laughs> it was a couple of servers, God knows where. So, uh, Hey, um, yeah, just to remind you, you can find everything at fthepit.com. That will bring you to all of our social media, all of our episodes. Everything is up there. It's just the letter F the pit.com. Um, and if you really like what we do and you want some more of it, you can head over to patreon.com slash from the pit. 
where we offer bonus episodes for as little as five a month. Right. That's four fucking bonus episodes every month. Um, yes, please pay. <clears throat> please pay us. <laughs> <laughs> we need the support, uh, and thank you yeah, to everyone. Help, help, help foot the bit so I can get out there this summer. Yeah, thank you to everyone who is already currently a supporter. You're you're the reason we're able to keep doing this and keep improving it. Right. Um, we obviously want to bring you the best show that we can, and it helps. Uh, every fucking dollar has been massively helpful. Our sound has upgraded several times throughout this process. <laughs> if you've been with us long enough, you've realized we've got sound clips. Yeah. God. God, do you remember when I first came on this show and I was using that fucking $10 Fred Meyer mic and it sounded like I was fucking underwater? <laughs> uh, bro, uh, yeah, that was that was horrendous. Um, if you want the absolute worst of our audio quality, check out episode 50. <laughs> <laughs> yep, this is true. See, to, to be fair, though, that was entirely because of me. Like, uh, I don't know what happened, but my mic was so fucked up. And I, th- I think my internet connection was so spotty that time that just, oh my God, I cut out for seconds at a time, like every, every minute or so. Oh yeah. And then you would sound like a robot for a minute. It was real weird. <laughs> and it, like, it was so bad. I think I actually re, I resubmitted all of the bands. Go away. I resubmitted all of the bands I brought in. <laughs> Like yeah, 20 episodes I, I later, he's like, that was so bad, I want to actually do these bands some justice. Yeah, that's something I need to do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, guys, thanks for bearing with us through this one. We apologize for the weird blip in the middle of the episode. <laughs> um, and, and we'll be back next week with more bands and more fucking, more discussion. Um, we'll, we'll give you a bit of a longer episode because this week kind of fucked us up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Frank. With that, we have uh, arrived at our destination. It is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. <laughs>